Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of The Rick Jensen Show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen. So, creeping up on a year and a half from when we were first told shelter at home, unemployment benefits, extra benefits from federal government, states all around the country completely unprepared for the onslaught of unemployment applications. I mean, here in Delaware, they get like 500 a week. Then next thing you know, it's like 20,000. Unbelievable. So what Daryl Scott, the director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office, did was uh, he went scrambling for money, for phones, for computers, for office space, and for people. And they have grown this office to a couple of hundred or more now, and still there are people having a hard time getting their unemployment insurance benefits, and on top of that, you got fraud. Daryl's on the phone right now, as he is every Tuesday, right after the news at 1 o'clock. We uh, re-air this again Wednesdays after the news at 10.30 in the morning because Daryl always has important information for you. Daryl, thanks for being on, sir. Thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me on. Uh, We have loaded phones, so I know you want to talk about fraud, We'll get to that, but let's talk to folks first, okay? Absolutely. All right, let's talk to uh, Jose. Jose, say hi to Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How you doing? Doing well, Jose. How are you today? Uh, good, good. Um, the reason I call is because I have filed for unemployment insurance as of December of last year. And being that I'm not computer literate, every week I would file on Sundays, put in my social and certified the claim. I kept doing that for some time until I called uh, Rick Jensen in mid-March and asked him for assistance why, you know, I haven't received an email or anything from the unemployment. And Rick Jensen was kind enough to send an email, and I got an email back from Robin Christie on March 15th with the case number saying it was closed. I said, fine. I went back, called it, got on the phone, opened up a case, certified it, did what I had to do, kept doing that. Then I I got a new confirmation number. I kept calling back every week to check the status of my unemployment. And on April 13th, they said that that previous case that was open on March 15th was closed. They gave me another case number, and I've been at this since, like I said, mid-March, trying to reclaim back unemployment, and like I said, I'm not computer literate. Well, Jose, I'm sorry that you're having the problem. So one thing I wanted to make you aware of is that closing a case deals with the email that you may have sent or the phone call you made, not necessarily your claim, right? So there's... There's a distinction there that's important to be made, but what I'm going to ask you to do, are you able to email Rick again? Yes, 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 but like I if said, you I'm, will, not, I'm not too good with no, that, no, that, that If you can I'll, send I'll, Rick... I'll somebody to help me out. Yeah, if you can send Rick an email, R-I-C-K at WDEL.com, just include your most recent case number, your name, phone number, email, well, we'll have your email from your email, and the last four, and only the last four of your social, then I'll have somebody take a look at that and and, uh, get in touch with you to talk to you about what's going on with your claim. I appreciate that. And one more question. Yeah. Um, 
When do, when do you expect the offices to be open, just in case I can, you know? So one, we're we're working as a department, the Department of Labor, not just unemployment, to reopen right after Labor Day. But Jose, we're trying to work on how we can, you know, help people before we open. So again, if if we need to make arrangements in some way to either get on the phone with you or, you know, we'll 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 work to make sure we get this this issue resolved before we reopen. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Uh, Jose, so do you have? Uh, you said there's an email address. So it's a it's a fra- family member or friend who's emailing for you. Is that right? No, it's uh, the first email I sent to you. I don't know how I sent it to you, but I I got it through and I got a response. Uh, okay. Like I said, I'm not email friendly. I'm not computer literate. I'm not. You know, I I you know I still write. Like I said, uh. But you can write an email. Orders. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Yeah, so I do money orders. I pay all my bills through money orders. I don't do nothing electronically. So that's why I found it difficult to get on the yeah. website and follow everything. I understand. So just make sure you have the claim numbers there. The last four yep. of your social security number, only the last four digits. I don't want to ever see anything else than that. And and your phone I number. You. I got you. Yes. Yes. I will do that. I'll send you my case number, last four socials, and we'll go from there. Phone number. And phone number. Perfect. I appreciate your call, and thank you for everything. I'll keep listening. All right. Good luck Thanks, to you. Okay. Good luck. So uh, 5 to 9 Let's get to uh, Roy. Hey, Roy, say hi to Daryl. Hey, Daryl. How you doing? Doing well, Roy. How are you today? Good, good. Yeah, I've just been frustrated for a while because uh, I got laid off in March 21st, 2020. Went back June 1st and uh, put a lot of claims in, did what I was supposed to do. And then I must have 50 calls out. It it really got looking good when they said it would go to the deputy, the highest ranking person, all this kind of good stuff. And then the end of the year, got the bank card because they sent it, U.S. Bank sent it to the wrong place. They finally got it to me. Then I go to get the money, and guess what? Activate the card. The money got sent back to unemployment, oh. but I got a 1099 that I got to pay. Hmm. So, so I go to H and R. Well, I'm not supposed to mention names. That's okay. Yeah, and they're like, like, how do I pay on money that I didn't get? And they sent me the 1099 on it. I don't understand that. So the the timing of it is when we make the payment. If we made the payment in 2020, we our records would indicate that we paid you the money now. If the if the money stayed inactive or unclaimed on the card, the bank returns that to us, and that that so likely occurred. Correct. That's what. That's yeah, what and that said, likely yeah. occurred after after the new year, and right. so we, we. It sounds like Roy, we've got a couple of things we've got to deal with. One, getting your money, but also dealing with your 2020 um, uh, taxes, and and my team will will weigh in on the the sequencing, sort of the timing of that, and how we address that. Um, Beautiful. Roy, I want you to send an email. If you just put a little description of what we talked about, Rick yes. at WDEL.com, and yes. uh, and we'll get somebody to look at that for you. Beautiful. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you, Rick. You guys are great. Before Appreciate you go, you. before you go, just to make it yes, easy for the team, uh, yes. because they got to have that. They saw, okay, here's Roy. What's his name? Uh, we. Make sure you got. <laughs> make sure that uh, they know who you are with any claim with the claim numbers you got right. And yeah. um, and your phone number and last four your social security number 
only the last yeah. four digits. This way, they look at that stuff. They go, oh, this Roy. Okay, fine. Because I don't know what your last name is, but if it's the same as somebody else, they got to make sure they can differentiate that. All right, my friend? Got you. Got you. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you very much. All right, buddy. It's uh, Rick, at, Rick at WDL.com. Let's get to Keith. Keith, say hi to Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Keith. How are you today? Uh, a little confused. And, and Rick, hope you had a great vacation. Welcome back. Uh, thank um, you. My wife is very happy because she has a fully painted porch. <laughs> well, uh, Daryl, um, for the last two weeks, um, I haven't been receiving my um, PUA uh, claim. And um, yeah. I called I called to the office three times. And uh, I'm going to tell you, the, uh, I'm going to make this short. I'm going to tell you the answers that I got. The first conversation, I was told that if I didn't go over 150% of my DBA, that there was no action uh, required, okay? Second conversation, I was told that I had to upload a resume and do a job search, and, um, you know, I explained I have a full-time job. I have, I just have reduced hours. The third conversation that I had, uh, that my PUA benefits had ran out and that I would have to, you know, start the process all over again as far as going through UI and so on and so on. So this last, the last two weeks, I was unable to put in um, my weekly certification through um, the PUA. So, but I was able to put a, a, a certification in through the UI. So, at this point, I'm just totally confused on on what to do. I sent uh, Rick an email with my claimant number and all. And um, at this point, I don't I don't know what to do. I mean, I've talked to three representatives and got three different answers. Yeah, so, Keith, what I'm going to do is, uh, and uh, if you would, send Rick an email today with with just the a little information like you've shared today, and I'll get it okay. to the escalation team to take a look at. There, there's a couple things just to make you aware. One, you've touched on a couple things. If you earn more than 150% of your WBA, your weekly benefit amount, you you earn too much to qualify for benefits for that particular week, right? Right, but I, um, I, I never did that, though. Okay. Okay, so that that's good. I just uh, I was trying to be clear on what what you said, but but if you didn't exceed mm -hmm. it, then you should qualify. The other is right. with PUA. The other thing with PUA is every quarter we create a new base period for a UI claim, and with PUA we have to look at and say, do you qualify for a new UI claim or not? And if not, you you know you stay on PUA. The other thing with PUA is at the end of a year. A claim year, you're you're asked. I mean, we have to do that same thing. You go through that that base year, and and you're you're directed to reapply for UI, and we start the essentially we start the process again, and that's just the the way the program is administered. But let's um, again shoot an email. I'll get it to the escalation team and get somebody to reach out, and, and we'll make sure that we we get you headed in the right direction. Okay, thank you. Right. Thanks, Keith. Take care. Man, how can you hear three different things from three different, different people there, Daryl? I don't know. I mean, one is it's, it, it may have been the question. Well, one is the job search is something that is new that's been added back in, and if the claim is flagged as um, not having a job search conducted, he's, he's right. If he's uh, – this is one clarifying point. If you're reporting earnings – even part time for part time work, right? Like he's got reduced hours, then the system is going to over is going to overlook that uh, that work search requirement, right? Because it 
it recognizes that you're working, you just may not be earning you know, full-time wages yet. Um, but again, with new people and trying to understand the nuance of, you know, you've got this work search requirement, uh, it may just be a little confusion on our on our team's part. But we'll we'll as you as you and I've talked before. Sometimes we hear things that, you know, we need to go back to the team and clarify. And this is one that we'll we'll make sure everybody understands. You lost. Uh, no, 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 last week, last week you mentioned two weeks ago actually. Two, yeah, two weeks, weeks ago, ago. Yeah, you mentioned that there were like 14,000 cases of suspe- suspected fraud that you were looking into. Yeah. Um, how's that going, and where are we now? So I just got an update before we got on the call, Rick. Um, so we, a, a couple weeks ago, I, I mentioned we had about 14,000 reported cases of identity theft. That's where somebody attempted to file a claim in someone else's name, and today it's over 22,000. Um, and so we, as we've been talking for the last three to four weeks, we've had, or five weeks um, or longer, we've been talking about the number of fraud cases that people are filing. It's affecting employers because they're having to respond to say, hey, this person didn't work for me. Uh, and that's one of the reasons the phone lines have been extremely busy for the last month is, you know, people calling to say, hey, somebody filed a claim in my name. Um, and Rick, as you know from personal experience, you know you got mail at your house that you know for somebody who filed a claim in the previous owner, and they yeah. hadn't lived there for 20 years. Right, exactly. So, what kind yeah. of controls have you put in place to try to stem this fraud? So, there's a couple things. One is, you know, we have identity theft or we have identity verification at the very beginning of the process, and we continue to make that process more. Um, I, I don't know if comprehensive is the word or more stringent. But we're adding additional controls on the front end to try and verify um, identity. And I will tell you, it continues to identify more attempts at fraud. And the other is we do analytics on the back end. So we're looking at, you know, Rick's claim and Daryl's claim and saying, wait a minute, they share a common element, but maybe they shouldn't, right? So we're doing some back end analytics to try and identify um, claims that may be fraudulent. And so um, the as I was as we've talked about, we added, you know, we built, we're building a fraud team. We were at about 15. I think we're, you know, close to 30 people um, in that group. We're reassigning to that group. And Rick, the other thing is we began to reopen the buildings. We're leasing some additional space to get people out of the public space and into an additional. So um, again, we're trying to do everything we can to help people resolve the, the, uh, you know, the issues that they're having. Uh, we continue to hire to make sure we staff the agency so that we're able to respond and uh, and recognize, too, that this is not going to go away. Well, one, the claim volume is declining, which is... But the fraud but the, but the fraud claims is actually uh, creating... It, it, it's gone. It's actually increased in the past, you know, six, six to eight weeks. So, uh, but we're beginning to see that trend down, which um, maybe they're going to visit another state instead of Delaware. Okay, let's get to Mary, 5 to 9117. I think we have time just for a couple more calls. Mary, say hi to Daryl. What's your uh, what's going on? Hi, Daryl and Rick. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. As the previous caller, um, computer, but um, I got, we tried to file our weekly claim. I had somebody help me, and we could not get into the system. It would not let us do it. And I got an email message that said um, maybe the emergency has ended, that we'd have to do a UICS claim. We did one about three or four weeks ago. Okay, so Mary, um, we at the end of a claim year, so if you opened a claim last year and it's been a year, 
um, then you may have to refile the claim, and that may be the message. Um, but I want people to understand that, uh, again, we have, you know, our websites are ui.delawareworks.com. Um, the weekly cert, I think, is uicc.delawareworks.com and pua.delawareworks.com. So if people get emails that direct them to another website, they need to be, uh, they need to be very cautious and, and look at that as potential fraud. Um, and Mary, I just mentioned that because we, that's one of the issues we faced last week is somebody was sending people messages and directing them to a, uh, a fraudulent website that we had shut down. So, but Mary, for your issue, can you send an email to Rick? I sure can. Now, it said to go to the website uics.delawareworks.com. Yeah, let me, and, and again, it's just uh, me trying to keep up with all the, the websites, but let me, if you will send. Send me an email and have that yes. link. Uh, you got to copy that link. Don't open it, uh, but you can uh, maybe copy it and paste it in the email, and then we'll get that over to Daryl's team. How's that? That's fine. And, Daryl, I did receive a call from somebody, I uh, guess, from your agency last week. The verifier was doing the search. Uh, they left a message. I did call them back. It was 4 o'clock. I left my cell number, my home phone number, but I never received a call back. Do I need to call that person again? Or? You, um, if you left a message back, did, you, did they leave you their direct number? Yes, they did, and I called back and left my cell phone number and my home phone number again. I would call and just harass well, them until make, they got back to you. That's just well, me, though. You, you can call them again, or if you <laughs> and, and if you want to make mention of that in your email to Rick, we'll we'll make sure that they get the message uh, that you attempted to call. I thank you so much, both of you. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Mary. Yeah, I'm that guy, though. I'm the one who calls over and over and over again. Uh, may not actually be to my benefit. Let's get to Bob. Bob, say hi to Daryl. Hey, Daryl, how are you doing? Doing well, Bob. How are you today? Um, I'm, I'm not doing too good with my situation. Um, Let's see what we can you know, do. I'm a, I'm a, well, I'm, I'm a union carpenter, so, you know, for the last 20 years, I'm, I'm in and out of unemployment. You know, I work 10 yeah. months a year. But um, now I, I worked in the beginning of the year down in a refinery, and then I got laid off in um, the very beginning of April. So... You know, I had to, I guess, refile a claim, and and I'm not computer friendly either. So, you know, I I opened up I opened up a claim in April, and I haven't heard anything. So, you know, I'm, I'm owed the whole month of April, and then you know, again, I'm a union carpenter. So, well, I'm going to interrupt right here, Bob. I'm going to interrupt right here because actually, that might be pretty simple. What's the backlog going to? Is it still uh, March there, Daryl? We're we're in we're in March, but but with Bob, I mean the the interesting thing with Bob being a union carpenter, I mean he's been through this before, and um, so if Bob will, Bob if you'll shoot Rick an email um, to Rick R I C K at W D L dot com, let us take a look at that and see what may be affecting your claim because again being a union worker, um, again you've been through this, and if you're hiring through a union hall, then then um, the process again. It's just Rick, as because these workers are, you know, they work for ten months and then they're laid off until the next job comes in. Um, the, the system is designed to recognize that and should. Uh, uh, I see it. It didn't. It didn't recognize that. It may. Yeah. It may not. But I'll have the team look at it and see if there's a reason why uh, his claims being held. All right, Bob. Okay. It just said it's under review, and then. 
you know, I tried to get on the pandemic, uh, the PU unemployment on the computer, and it wouldn't let me in either. Okay. Well, it's so, Rick at WDL.com. Forgive me. i got to get rolling here. But okay, uh, we have a limited time. All right, my friend. Hey, I'm, I'm going to email you everything, Rick. Thank you. And thank you, Daryl. Perfect. And you have a nice day. All right. Uh, take you. care. Thanks Bye. so much. Uh, Daryl, we got to roll. So thank you very much. And anybody else who didn't get through, uh, you can just say uh, Rick at WDL.com, and uh, we'll try to help you that way. All right? Thanks, Rick. This has been a special presentation of Reopening Delaware. Stay here for continuing coverage on The Rick Jensen Show on 1150 AM and 1017 FM WDEL.